Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so my guest today is a lifestyle entrepreneur and after a career in finance and fashion, the pandemic was the main catalyst for her to start her current business, Handbook for Today. She is the author of Handbook for Getting Hitched, a set of workbooks that helps couples to prepare for marriage or any other lifelong romantic commitment. Welcome to the show, Anna Tompkins. Hi, hello, John. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for being on the uh, Relationship Guy podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. That was a very brief introduction to who you are and what you do. So if you can just share with the listeners a bit more about yourself, that'd be great. Yeah. So I started a wellbeing brand um, uh, in the pandemic, which I think I'm one of the many people who started something new because um, it was really a time where everyone kind of came to a stop and has been starting thinking what is um, important to me. And Mm -hmm. I started my business because um, well-being of people was important to me and um, my personal well-being, but also um, my relationship and my family. And I started to look for tools and create tools for people to very much help themselves um, in getting the best out of their day, but for relationships also and for couples also um, help to get into deeper conversations about what each individual wants in their lives and how to do that best together. Okay, so you've got the one for relationships and your handbook for today is a general well-being tool for people to use can you tell people a little bit more about what that is that'd be yes absolutely so handle for today is a well-being and personal growth journal so what this journal gives the user is um, a list of prompts so that um, it's easy for a user to journal thoughts down um, and be directly guided into positive thinking so um, the journal starts with gratitude and that's nothing new we know about gratitude journals Mm -hmm. but um, it goes a little bit deeper so it also asks you um, what you can learn from things you've done in the day um, maybe a mistake you've made Um, so it gets more into um, personal growth and to learn over the um, yeah next weeks Um, but mostly also to kind of look back what was amazing in the day and really kind of force yourself to um, see what was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the other hand, on the left-hand side, we have um, a set of mini habits. These are meant for everyone to do, um, to give themselves um, possibly in the uh, evening a little tick to um, see, okay, what what small things have I achieved? How did I do my, uh, make my day better without spending either much money or much time um, just having this little bit of um, mindfulness in my day. So this could be smiling at someone or have I um, taken an ice cold shower? I really like this one <laughs> because it's a bit, uh, it's challenge yourself a tiny bit. Just be awake, be a bit more aware, um, mm-hmm. connect with nature. So these 
tiny, tiny things that we can do, we might just forget. Um, so Handbook for Today is a journal that just kind of um, pretty much gives us gentle reminders of um, training our brain to focus on these small little moments that, that actually are the ones that make our days because we have lots of lots of days that could look very similar. So we have to act um, and make ourselves aware that mm. we have these positive moments. And then mm. hopefully we fill it in. And after weeks we see, we, we kind of go back and we go, oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I did this, I did bake pancakes with a friend. Mm. And I would have forgotten, but that was really lovely. And I kind of um, noted that down. And I, I actually also kind of remembered that I smelled an amazing flower, which sounds a bit maybe woo-woo, but these are moments that actually kind of make our daily lives and, and actually make us so much happier. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually did a bit of woo-woo at the weekend and I was walking down the street and decided to grab hold of a bunch of flowers that were hanging off of a tree and had a good old sniff uh, myself. Because again, you know, it's about recognising those very small things that we maybe would overlook or not recognise, but actually that scent and that being able to kind of that touching of the nature and stuff, it kind of brings something up within me, which I really enjoy. So it's, it's important that we recognize that we can do these little things to make ourselves feel better and so people can fill out that they can recognize bring consciously into their awareness the positive habits that they're doing the good things the things they've actually achieved to make their kind of general well-being more more prominent and with the relationship one what made you kind of then move from general well-being into a relationship handbook it that relationship handbook was something that I had in mind a long, long time. So um, I'm married since what well, it's going to be eight years, actually, mm -hmm. 31st of May. <laughs> and um, I've been um, having a long distance relationship, more to that later. Um, so my uh, then fiance and I got married relatively soon after the engagement. So we did a bit of fast forwarding of our relationship. And um, we got married in the Church of England. And the church requires people to, not requires, but they kind of um, give you a nudge to do a um, wedding preparation course. You can do that in person. Or there are um, some kind of manuals. And I really um, enjoyed um, doing that. I found it well, enjoyed is maybe a funny word. I really, yeah. really um, thought it was a great idea. Yeah. Um, it was actually sometimes a bit tricky to do it. So so and my fiancé was on board, which was great. So we said, okay, let's sit down and do these sessions. And um, I really liked the fact that I was kind of a bit forced <laughs> to sit down and talk through um, some of really important questions that come up in married life. Mm. Um, but I, I'm also aware that not everyone gets married. Um, definitely people don't um, necessarily get married in church. I think in the UK, it's only 25% of people in total. Mm -hmm. um, it gets less. So how do people, then it came, I, I wondered, how do people prepare for marriage? And I guess uh, many people have these conversations and they have chats, but uh, maybe not in a very formal way. And that's not totally necessary to have a happy um, uh, relationship. But um, there might be someone in a relationship missing out on important things that they want to talk about, but there might be tension, it might be awkward. If someone gets married, 
and there's a lot of stress around the plane wedding and then you go okay but we've got these hopefully decades after mm. and um how do i kind of ask my questions with out being to coming coming across maybe a bit aggressive or tense or um demanding whilst it's i think in a couple everyone is entitled to ask those questions and um there's not that much help and the workbooks are really just something to to kind of guide through these questions take right. the awkwardness out of um out of having those conversations because mm -hmm. i found my experience so very very helpful and um and i just wanted to kind of bring that to couples who didn't know that type of thing existed Okay, so it's like a prep for a, like a longer term commitment to exactly. ask, so that you can ask yourself, I guess, questions about what you want from a relationship moving forward, discuss it with the, your partner about where you kind of where you want the relationship to go, whether you've got the same ideas, values. Exactly. So um, the workbooks are made so that they are hopefully having a light-hearted approach i mean people yeah. would do that differently <laughs> but um let's have a serious uh, conversation about where uh, the relationship it is, is it i hope we obviously uh, i hope we had the right balance of um these topics being very serious mm. but also i mean it's a loving relationship so the the partners will be open there will be um hopefully having a, a fun and happy approach to it so we start the we start the workbooks with a compliment to each other to kind of set the scene and, and set the atmosphere because um, also, I guess, in wedding planning, everything gets so stressful, actually taking some time to show your appreciation, um, I think mm. is very lovely. And then um, it goes to um, getting to know each other, talking about the backgrounds, and it's um, made in some sorts of questionnaires. Some questions are like kind of, teenage magazine quizzes where you where you go from a, on a line from one to ten where do you think your partner thinks uh, or, or, or how do you think your partner likes um not his eggs cooked but um but um where does your partner um, generally like to go on holiday how do you think they they think yeah. so that opens up the conversations because it's quite interesting what we assume we know about our partners mm -hmm. And hopefully a couple um, feels really quite smug going, oh, I know you so well, which is yeah. lovely. Yeah. But it could also be other, uh, different. And it could be, oh, you think I'm like this, but I think I'm different. But that mm. can open up the conversation again, going, oh, okay, I, I didn't know that about you. And then it just kind of sparks conversation. Mm. It opens up. Each individual and also what I learned in doing this workbook, I learned actually a lot about myself because a few of those questions I kind of never even asked myself yeah. properly. Yeah. It just I I just didn't kind of come across it. So mm. once you see this, you go, Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is amazing, isn't it, that we don't think too much. I think, like you said, we assume that we know the other person. But we put a lot of our own, what we want, what we believe, what we think, onto that other person, can't we? To make them fit 
with our idea of what a relationship is and what we want from a relationship without actually maybe sitting down and like you said having this conversation with someone about okay what do you want to do what do you like what's your favorite this and what's your favorite that and what don't you like and and things so we do really get to know them at a, at a deeper level yes um, so. yeah and then questions like you said that you ask yourself that come up for you even that you wouldn't even think about asking and that's the beauty of these types of things it opens so many doors and windows to people's preferences what they like what they don't like and and for you to really get to know each other at a much deeper level before you then maybe take a step forward and commit the rest of your life to somebody yeah I mean we do so much research when we look for jobs or careers and those are sometimes things Mm. that we do for two or three years Um, and then we commit for what's hopefully a lifetime and um, we do some some research, we do some type of interviews, we look into what we are kind of possibly giving up to mm. do this. Um, and um, with, a, with a long-term relationship, it's similar. And, and so, so this is going to be of benefit to me and I want it to be of benefit to my partner. Mm. Um, but where are um, also potential issues where what did we argue about in the past (laughs) also because I mean two individuals will won't be alike you don't Mm -hmm. want to marry your twin you want to marry someone that ideally um is the best person to to live with your mistakes and vice versa um but to kind of figure out okay in the past we've been there have been debates around xyz Mm -hmm. and one thing is can we agree to disagree on this? Can we, um, how, how do I feel kind of speaking about this topic just now? Mm. Um, and also um, generally can in, when we had debates, when we had conflict, did we go out of this conflict? Okay. Too. So it's one thing is um, the, the, the actual topic of the conflict. And the other thing is, are we okay in resolving conflict and mm-hmm. do we have to learn on that front? And um, I guess each couple that um, wants to do that next step, I think they would agree that generally they are okay in resolving conflict. But um, again, it's just to, to kind of give yourself peace of mind and make sure that you're both roughly on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of uh, alignment in the rel- yeah, moving forward exactly. like so you and, can resolve anything that comes up because you're you you'll know it you know how the other person feels or thinks about something moving forward stuff that like you said you've maybe fallen out over in the past that might not have been resolved or mm. if you had resolved it how did you resolve it how did you approach that so you can take that stuff forward i think it's a really insightful thing that people could do I guess there's I mean I don't know what feedback you've had is there a resistance then sometimes in people because they've you know we fall in love you know the hormones chemicals and everything that get dropped into our system which connect us and bind us and and together and then we make this step forward to, to, to want to commit to somebody else but then maybe we work through the exercises in the handbook and maybe recognize that you know there are a few too many cracks for us to to smooth over have you had much feedback in people that have actually said uh you know what i'm i I can see what you're saying in your book and it really feels like i'm not aligned to this person but we've already arranged to get married and 
I'm, I do love this person and I want to, I just want to overlook all these problems and go ahead and get married anyway. Well, that's a really interesting one. And no, we didn't have feedback um, like that, but I can totally um, imagine that happening. And I think, well, I mean, obviously um, it's up to each individual to go and kind of give their best dreams and hopes a go. And I think there's nothing wrong with that in the first place. I think um, ideally, I mean, the, the workbooks are going to strengthen the relationship and, and it's just going to be kind of a, just a tick <laughs> going, okay, we've in peace of mind. Mm. Um, but that, that's not necessarily the case. Mm. There might be, we have a, we have an actual kind of tick list at the end of the workbooks right. with kind of a few really important questions that, um, that each individual has to ask themselves. So that's mm. the one thing that you don't do with your partner, you do individually, where mm. you have to go dig deep. And if there's anything you can't tick, kind of discuss it with someone else than your partner. <laughs> um, but this is, uh, this is just an offer for for people to go okay this this is something that we can discuss and and if there uh, if, if cracks are opening there I think um yeah I mean just working on them and even the awareness could mm. be um really helpful and being just going into the next step with open eyes and um and take it from there but unfortunately we get the People who go, oh my gosh, this is so amazing because um, we kind of roughly agree there were little things that we actually never talked about, but mm -hmm. we talked about them now and yeah. now we agree. So that's kind of, that gives me that warm, buzzy feeling going, okay, great. Um, um, it's great that these help because something hasn't been picked up yet. Yeah. Um, and and actually someone was really relieved to go, okay, that the, we didn't have clarity on this, but now I mm. feel... I'm really well prepared, but um, I think couples who who actually get a bit or, or individuals who get a bit nervous, they they go like, okay, I'm gonna put this to the side a bit because <laughs> this just kind of and um, this is now hanging over me. Yeah, but I think that person knew. Mm. I mean, that person knew all along yeah. that they might find this tricky, but I mean, it's individuals are so different and we all have our backgrounds and stories and that doesn't mean that that relationship can't be successful um it just means that there's maybe some more need to talk and I would hope for for the couple that they can talk things out even more or see someone like <laughs> like you yes. to um to kind of um help them a bit because sometimes uh, this workbook is kind of scratching on the surface a little bit and then I think there are people who have um problems maybe with all sorts of things they have they might be really scarred from former relationships or mm -hmm. even kind of um prior in their lives they they hadn't didn't have good um role models and so on and so forth there's so much to unpack depending on um on the individual yeah that this is a tool just to kind of give yourself some idea yeah. have we talked about a few good a few important things and um do we feel aligned if we don't feel aligned at least we kind of know where maybe there are the the issues and um then 
where do we take from here? Yeah, and Matt, how, how can we work on those to make sure that we are aligned moving forwards? Or like you said, are they things that we could actually live in a relationship, not necessarily being aligned with? Are they fundamental deal breakers, I guess, mm-hmm. in the relationship? But it's interesting what you said. I really like that bit that there's a bit about the questions to ask yourself as well as what you need to ask or share with with your with your partner. And I think that's definitely something, again, obviously, because I work mostly with individuals, but I do work with couples. But it is that questioning yourself is actually, what do I really want? What do I really need? What kind of person do I want to be with? Um, what are the fundamental things that are really important to me um, in a relationship? Uh, and, and they're questions that we didn't, we don't really ask ourselves um, unless we get a handbook <laughs> or, or we do speak to somebody about, about that type of thing, maybe in a more professional sense uh, to really understand ourselves. And, and it's really important that we do that um, and understand that for ourselves moving forwards. Um, you, you sort of touched briefly on you, something you said you'll come back to, which is your kind of own relationship experiences. Um, can you ex- sort of talk about a little bit more the significance of personal relationships in your life, how they've influenced you, the significant things that they've brought into your life and the decisions that you've made around them? Yeah, so, I mean, um, romantic relationships were um, quite, um, I, well, I had my first boyfriend, I don't know, was age 19 or so, which felt quite late for my classmates were all kind of together with someone, but I took my time I have got two older sisters and I've realized that they found someone so I was quite confident and happy to just um uh just take my time and uh, and um see what what's happening for me and um and it was actually quite easy going being young and going okay we will start here and and not really expecting much from my first boyfriend I was just like okay you're cute (laughs) (laughs) I think age 19 that is a good start and and, um, I like you and then and then um and then yeah these these things kind of didn't always play out and then um so so I was kind of in in one or two year year year-long relationships um, and then single for quite a bit. And I, in retrospect, consider myself very um, lucky because I'm quite okay in my own company. Mm-hmm. So I was always looking for a partner to bring something into my life, not because of um, I, I want to be with someone because I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be with someone because it's simply more fun (laughs) and I want to share the good things Mm -hmm. so that's why I was kind of feeling I was always coming from relatively strong position of being the the person to choose someone who wants to be with me having said that I was in a relationship when I was in my early 30s and I knew I wanted a family Mm -hmm. and um, I was with a guy who I really liked but there was this question about is it the one (laughs) and I didn't feel it was and I had career struggles at the time I lived with my boyfriend at the time and he realized that I wasn't fully into it and he was supportive on my career um, issues he tried to help me on that front and 
Um, but I, I was really feeling I was working nearly against the relationship because some part in me didn't want to kind of settle for what I thought wasn't the right thing. On the other hand, I was kind of thinking, um, why do I think I deserve better than this guy who's a perfectly, seems to be a perfectly nice person? So I guess many people go through these type of questions where they go, is this the person I want to spend my life with? Or can I do better? And better doesn't necessarily mean better looking or nicer car, but kind of better fit. Yeah. Um, so, but this this kind of problem, as it were, resolved itself because actually I then um, stopped my my job at the time, which was a, a very um, stressful, um, very draining role that I then left. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend, which sounds always horrible, but he um, left me briefly after. But it, I was really very, um, I was very distanced and I didn't let him help me. So I can't really blame him for going, okay, you need to go through this alone. Right. Some friends of mine still think, oh gosh, how could he leave you yeah. when you were in a difficult time? <laughs> but it wasn't like that. I don't see it like that at all. I, actually, yeah. I mean, um, like uh, life always plays out in funny ways. Um, it was the uh, the luckiest thing because... Um, a few weeks later, I made, met my now husband. So, okay. so this my my job and my uh, relationship falling apart was um, brilliant timing. Mm. I didn't know it at the time. At the time, yeah. I thought I'm 32 years old. I um, lived together with him, so I had no job, uh, about to have no flat and no relationships. So I thought, great, I'm going to move in with my mother, and maybe going to live there for a long time <laughs> on my own jobless in a place like Germany where people kind of don't understand that you wouldn't have a job they're very right. conservative so that's very kind of interesting so they're like have you been fired what happened <laughs> they can't understand you don't you make a decision to make yourself happy by leaving a job you don't like yeah I, I, I well I'm I've been always kind of quite strong about feeling that I deserve to not suffer under anything really anyhow so um my sister used to live in the UK in London at the time so she had the idea that was just before Christmas time she had the idea to um bring me to London to kind of distract me from what was my (laughs) not so happy time um, in my hometown of Munich and we were um, sitting in a bar in um, in London, and I got chatted up by my now husband, who I was not prepared for. I mean, I, I wasn't prepared to meet anyone, which was brilliant because mm. I there was no performance mm. on my side, and I don't mm. think on his side either. Also, because I was kind of a tourist, we thought, oh, this is not going to lead anywhere. We just kind of like yeah. each other, yeah. and then we met a few times. Um, he flew back to Munich and um, a, w- a week later and then we had a one and a half years long distance relationship got engaged I, I moved to London kind of 10 years ago or so mm-hmm. and then half a year later got engaged half six months later married now with two little ones and we we had business together <laughs> So he's actually also part of um, the handbook for today. So very, very intense. 
<laughs> but actually, like, you've come together really in a really good space, though. Yes. Um, yeah, so so this is kind of, um, I mean, when I tell this to friends or, or people who kind of started to know me, they're like, oh, gosh, this is like a Hollywood movie. This is so romantic. <laughs> but it's really, I see it as fate. And it's, um, I'm feeling really lucky because it's something I, I kind of look back to um, really fondly. And also, um, and that brings me back to to Handbook for Getting Hitched and also Handbook for Today, because actually between these two relationships, so just before my my ex-boyfriend broke up with me, actually I had a holiday booked. Mm -hmm. So I, um, also before I left my my old job, I had a holiday booked because I was already, kind of I already knew I need some time for myself. So I um, had... A, I went far away, I went to Sri Lanka to do a proper kind of Ayurvedic holiday, holistic and um, thinking, okay, I need to do really something good for myself because things don't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize was this is a hard holiday to have actually when because I went on my own and there were nice people to talk to, but generally you have got a lot of downtime. So yeah. I had a lot of time to think and sometimes it was quite painful. So, and I didn't sleep because I knew my boyfriend would break up with me. So it was kind of, I already knew that at the time. I guess the treatment what, and stuff and the, the kind of the things you were doing there as well were also about opening up self-development and looking at yourself as well. So I guess doing yeah. It was mostly physical, mostly yeah. massages and um, kind of baths and yoga um but I think it's amazing like, what those things can release those, those physical yes things can actually release a lot of emotional mental kind of tensions and issues and whatever as well so can't they absolutely so I was there and then yeah letting this kind of happening to me but I also mm-hmm. knew okay um so that was kind of going backwards to November when I was technically still in a relationship that I knew would fall apart Mm. and I one night and I couldn't couldn't sleep also time to jet lag I couldn't sleep for kind of few nights and then I knew okay I need to do something this needs to get out of my head so I took the hotel pad of paper and a pen mm-hmm. and I wrote myself down a few notes I can't fully remember them I, I do remember I took them home with me but then I chucked them at the airport because I was worried that my boyfriend would find them find me <laughs> right, okay. but I kind of wrote nearly a letter to myself going mm. I have a supporting environment so no matter um what happens in my career front I'll be fine mm-hmm. I deserve to be in a loving relationship if mm-hmm. it's not this one it's going to be another one mm-hmm. and there are a few other bullets that I wrote down for myself the next night I could sleep right so this getting it out of my head mm. and writing down what I already knew but I mm. never kind of put it into sentences that I could see written down mm-hmm. and that gave me total clarity so I came out of that holiday and I knew, okay, first of all, it's going to be really grim. And it was, I mean, I was still devastated, but that I still kind of deep inside of me knew I could, um, I'll be, I'll be fine. This, yeah. this is going to be better at some yeah. point, yeah. hopefully soon, that it would come so soon. I had no idea, but yeah. I mean, we never know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, that's like you said, that supportive environment that you had, I guess that your family was the mm. supportive environment. And I think that's a, that's a very key thing when it comes to relationships is, you know, without going too much like into the childhood stuff, is that you knew you'd be okay. And I think that's something that a lot of people can struggle with mm. when it comes to relationships is why they stay in difficult spaces, why they never seem to be able to find the right person. Um because they don't know it's going to be okay. And I think that the fact that you had that supportive environment around you, you knew that no matter what happened, there were people there that were going to get you through this or that you could turn to in, yes. in when you needed to. I think that's hugely important to recognise that yeah. support network. Yeah. Um, and people that don't necessarily have that, will really they do really struggle to break away from these maybe unhappy spaces that they're in, mm. whether it's a work one as well, again, yeah. Uh, as well as the kind of personal relationships. I've got a client at the moment that's really struggling, hates their job. Really, it's so stressful. It's not what they were told it was going to be, but they don't know that they're going to be okay if they leave. Mm. And it's a really tough choice for them to make at the moment to recognise that actually they've got everything they need to be able to make the changes they want to make. Um, but it's believing and trusting in the, in themselves and the people around them that they can hold them and keep them in a, an emotionally good space if they do make that decision. Yes. So I'm very lucky because, yeah, I have my family and very much my friends. Mm -hmm. But um, my parents have split up. So I didn't learn the happy relationship from my own parents. Okay. I just kind of knew that kind of from again friends and other relationships and just being I mean I, I felt very loved by both of my parents mm -hmm. so um possibly that alone kind of was enough to think okay um I don't maybe um I am aligned with the values of my parents or their decisions that they made in the past mm -hmm. um but I think for me that doesn't matter them breaking up doesn't mean that I need to repeat that. Mm -hmm. um, I can choose a different future for myself if mm. I, yeah, if I kind of believe that I deserve this and um, kind of that the universe plays its role <laughs> a bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that's interesting. You put that in a list as well, didn't you? You wrote that in a list, and I just, yes. that's something I do again when I work with my clients. You say, "What do you want?" And we need to get this clear in our heads even writing it down and you did that when you were on your on your on your break you you sat down and you said what do I want moving forwards and I know I can have this moving forwards and you you believed and trusted enough in yourself to say this is what I now and this is what I've got which I don't want this is what I do want and you believed in yourself and you believed in the, the that you could have those experiences moving forward indeed Yes. And lo and behold, a few months later, <laughs> you had already made that step forward. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to say uh, the universe was very quick on that one. Mm. And when you were writing the book about the relationships, did that bring things to light within your relationship that perhaps needed to be worked on? Or did you find that going through the workbook together that you'd aligned very, very well in, in any way? Um. Yeah, not in any way. So it did bring up some minor tensions where, yeah, I mean, we are mostly aligned, but there are some 
small things where we disagree and we have to i guess this is a thing for eternity where we have to agree to disagree and what i kind of in even even at the point when we got married i just decided to kind of accept it but i accepted it just full stop and what i also kind of now recently realized which is kind of sounds um really silly but um it i know that this disagreement comes um not from a bad place my my partner is entitled to see things slightly differently mm-hmm. and this is even though it's not even even though it's kind of a different value it's nothing that's clashing so much with me that i go this is i mean everyone is entitled to technically anything if it's i mean if it's ethical but i was realizing okay why why do i feel so strongly about this and mm-hmm. he's i mean this is fine i can get over myself he's allowed to think this yeah so um so i i, I was kind of a bit happy to fight for my value and then i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> why would i do that why actually yeah. it's it's fine i can yeah. let go of this one so that was really nice and and again something i learned about myself more mm. actually than than about him or us as a couple yeah and i think that's a really important thing about relationships isn't it is that is this my stuff or is it theirs is it really their mm. belief or what they're doing that's the problem or is it is it how i see it and is that a fundamental game changer as far as this relationship is concerned or is this something i can resolve within myself so that it doesn't need to be an issue within my relationship because i think that's the problem that like with some of we, we do have in relationships is if i've got an issue with it it becomes a relationship issue rather than me dealing with it for myself and saying actually i can manage this and this is something i need to resolve i bring it into the relationship and make something out of the relationship that doesn't need to exist or like i said is it an actual fundamental game changer that this is this relationship is just not going to work if this exists in 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 this partnership yeah super interesting what you also just said in in terms of things i have to resolve for myself and i find it so funny because um many arguments i'm having often i mean the pandemic also kind of unfortunately i think has brought that out in a lot of people um the lack of alone time so mm-hmm. i need to be ideally alone in the morning i can't have that anymore <laughs> So I get well I I carve myself out at, at an early hour in the morning uh where I kind of get ready and and get a bit of time but yeah. um I think people also in couples need to be really kind to themselves realizing that when people starting to work from home and to spend more physical time mm. um all this kind of um negative thinking that we carry around in our heads which is a bit of a different discussion but um as individuals we wake up and maybe we had a bit of a bad dream or the the neck aches or something so we get up and mm. if no one's there we might kind of just let it go so the day starts then we have a coffee and actually the day is fine mm. but if the 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 headaches and and there was a bad dream and then someone interacts with us mm. um and they maybe ask a question that we weren't prepared for and it might be a small question i can be <laughs> triggered <laughs> yeah really small questions so so i mean my husband has learned not doing not doing what we need them to do <laughs> don't talk to her in the morning it's um <laughs> i'm a different person so sometimes um it's also um just circumstance and kind of just getting to know each other in mm. when when 
when's the good time to score? <laughs> now is not a good time. <laughs> exactly. I, I was kind of thinking of seriously getting myself a little sign where I'm going. Like, <laughs> don't talk to me. I think, again, um, we come back to the significance of communication. Yeah. Is Are you okay to talk about this right now? Okay. Again, because that's the thing, isn't it? We, we want to talk about something. It doesn't necessarily mean the person that we're going to want to talk to is ready to talk about it or listen to us. Yes. Even though we really, really need them to or want them to or expect them to in most cases. Um, and again, it's getting to know each other. And like you said, in that space, which generally will come over time. But I think the handbook type of thing, if you do that beforehand, would be really useful. So what's your best time of the day to have a conversation? Not the morning. <laughs> <laughs> then the person will know that, OK, if I've got something to talk about, I'm definitely not going to do it first thing in the morning unless I want to. Uh, unleash hell (laughs) (laughs) great so thank you very much for sharing what you've shared so far maybe we need to have another episode to come back and talk a little bit more about the things that we've we've kind of touched on there too but we are unfortunately running out of time today can you tell the listeners um a little bit how they can get in touch with you how they can get hold of the handbooks if they want to reach out to find out a little bit more about what you do and then we'll, what we'll do, we'll put those links in the show notes for people to be able to get contact with you directly. Perfect. So um, Handbook for Today and Handbook for Getting Hitched are both available on handbookfortoday.com. So that's our website. Um, we also have an Instagram account at Handbook for Today. So that should be relatively straightforward. On our Instagram um, is also in our bio um, is a freebie. And I think John will be so kind to also share the link in the um, podcast notes. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. And Handbook for for Getting Hitched is um, even available on Amazon. And what's the freebie that you're giving away on your Instagram? Um, So the freebie is um, a set of free journaling pages from Handbook for Today. So it's really for everyone to um, do what what in in fact is a little self-check-in so you fill out a couple of minutes in the morning you look at your habit list and you see um what you want to do from these really small tasks to make yourself aware of the beautiful things in your life and then in the evening just before you go to bed you look back on your day you really um search your brain and and your soul for what was amazing in your day you think of um maybe a mistake you made and um a way to learn a lesson from that mistake and um you give yourself a reason why you will go um to bed um and in a a good mood in a good place awesome thank you very much um thank you so much anna for your time today and for being a guest on the show um do you have any kind of parting words of wisdom or a favorite quote that you like to uh to use i do have a favorite quote and i think it relates um to what we talked about and that things start with self-love um so when you're starting a relationship if you love yourself and this is uh, the, the quote from um an american act- actress lucille ball who says love yourself first and everything else falls into line you really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world and i think um, there's a lot of truth to that because when we love ourselves we are in a very good place to have a really healthy relationship. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's a, that's a great quote. Thank you very much for sharing. 
Um, and again, thanks again for being a guest on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, and I think maybe we need to catch up again and, and have, a, have a part two. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, you look after yourself. You too. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.